What's up, America? What's up, world? This is Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is a podcast about the best acting performances of 2018. The Oscars awarded four acting awards in their categories, and I'm someone who watches a lot of movies, and I think there are far more performances that deserve to be awarded. So I'm going to name you my top 10 performances from actors and actresses alike. Here are the top 10 performances of 2018. These are some names that were up for the big awards, and then there's some others that I think didn't get the respect that they deserve. Let's start off this countdown with number 10. Emily Blunt had one of the best years an actress could possibly have. I'm giving her credit for both of her roles in two excellent movies, Mary Poppins Returns and A Quiet Place. In one of the movies, Mary Poppins Returns, she had to carry the entire movie. She had to sing and dance. And then in A Quiet Place, she had to literally do the opposite thing and be silent and be a mom who was giving birth to a new child and to play a worried parent without saying a lot of words. I think both challenges are super hard and I give her so much credit for doing both of them. I don't think any one of the performances were excellent, but when I think you mix in she did both of them, I'm giving him more cre- I'm giving her more credit for doing both. I've loved Emily Blunt since Into the Woods. I think that's when I started to really think of her highly as an actress in her singing abilities. Mary Poppins Returns wasn't as good as Mary Poppins but still, she was great in it. And then in A Quiet Place, I think she she outperformed John Krasinski, even though John Krasinski directed, written, and starred in the thing. I think she was the best actor in that movie. So I'm giving her dual credit. Emily Blunt comes in at number 10. Truly one of the best years you could have as, an, as a performer. I'm looking, I think she can go to a higher place. I think she can win her Oscar. I think she can become one of the... Five best actresses in the world. I think she's right outside of that top five right now. Let's start with number nine. Let's go to number nine. Timothy Chalamet played Nick Sheff in A Beautiful Boy. He played a coke addict. He was addicted to drugs. This is based on a real story. His Steve Carell played his worrisome father who tried to get him off drugs. I think Chalamet, this wasn't as good as Call Me By Your Name, but I still believe it was one of the best performances of 2018 because he had to play it believable. I think too many of these movies play addicts as like this one shining moment where they get their act together. And there were instances in the movie where you thought Nick Chef, Timothy Chalamet's character, was getting his act together and then it went awry and he wasn't getting his act together. I think it was so believable. I think it was so raw. I think it was so emotional. I don't think this is going to be looked back on as one of Chalamet's top 10 performances ever because I think he has a bright future ahead of him. But I think this was a really good performance that should have been nominated for an Oscar. I think he was the best thing in the movie. I think he outacted Steve Carell. I think a lot of people gave Steve Carell a lot of credit. I think Timothy Chalamet was the reason A Beautiful Boy was watchable in these instances. I think that some of the other performers didn't quite live up to the hype for me. I like Steve Carell in the movie. I did not love him in the movie. I think Chalamet carried this movie. I think you could make the case that he was a lead actor and not a supporting actor. I know in a lot of the categories, it was as a supporting actor. I think he really led this movie. I think he's a young performer who has a lot left in him other than this role. But this role was truly, to me, one of the best of the year. I think Timothy Chalamet in Beautiful Boy, it wasn't quite calling by your name. But it was still solid, solid work for a young performer. Number eight, 
I have Jonah Hill, and don't worry, he won't get far on foot. He plays a character named Donnie. He is an AA sponsor. He has a lot of sponsors. The movie is about John Callahan, who is a famous cartoonist who is an alcoholic, and he he gets in an into an accident that cripples him and he's in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Joaquin Phoenix is a title character. We'll get to him in a little bit. But Jonah Hill in this movie is insane what he does. I think Jonah Hill is the best supporting actor we have in Hollywood right now. From his range from Moneyball to Wolf of Wall Street to now this, I think he is becoming... I truly hope he doesn't go full-on director and that he keeps acting because his performance is in the... He is the funniest thing in these serious movies. He's the funniest thing in Moneyball. He's the funniest thing in Wolf of Wall Street. His character of Donnie is the comic relief of this movie, and he still is able to play it dramatic. Donnie is John Callahan's sponsor, and he sponsors so many people in the movie. I think Jonah Hill is so good in this movie. I think he should have been up for an Academy Award. He wasn't. But still, this was one of the best performances of 2018. I couldn't recommend you seeing this movie more. It's called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. It's directed by Gus Van Sant. More on that movie a little bit later. At the number 7 spot, I've got Saoirse Ronan for Mary, Queen of Scots. Saoirse Ronan played the title character. Listen, I don't think this is Saoirse Ronan's best role. I don't. She was way better in Lady Bird. She was way better in Brooklyn. She was way better in Atonement. But I think what she did in this movie was awesome. She was the most interesting character in the movie. And being the title character and being the only thing interesting in the movie, I think that's a tough thing to do. I think she was the only... Margot Robbie is in the movie. Saoirse Ronan gets the majority of screen time. I think when she gets the screen time, she is very believable as Mary, Queen of Scots. Which I think... it. it it's, a, it's not an easy watch, but I think she makes it entertaining. And I'm giving credit here because I think she made not an easy watch enjoyable. And I think that's what Saoirse Ronan can do. I think she has the ability to make these not-so-easy watches enjoyable. There's something about Saoirse Ronan that's enjoyable to watch. I think she is one of the very best actresses working in Hollywood today. Her next movie is Little Woman. I couldn't be more excited for that one as she's reteaming with Greta Gerwig. Listen, I think, like Timothy Chalamet, the, the, the sun is so bright for Saoirse Ronan's career. This won't be looked at as one of her better performances, but I still think Mary Queen of Scots, there was something there that was really interesting, and I love the movie. I didn't, well, again, I didn't love the overall movie, but I loved her in the movie. I, I wouldn't call this a flop. I would call this interesting. I mean, I feel like this movie got destroyed because of movies like The Favorite and dressing up and playing in these historical dramas like this. I feel like it was a rough year to make that type of movie. But Mary Queen of Scots didn't live up to the hype. But I think Saoirse Ronan in the movie, to me, did live up to the hype. I think her performance in it was outstanding. Let's go to number six, Mackenzie Davis in the movie Tully. For those of you who don't know Mackenzie Davis, she's had supporting roles in The Martian. She had her own TV show at one point. Okay, she plays a title character, Tully. But, she is a night nanny. There is a twist in the movie that I will not tell you about. This movie was directed by Jason Reitman. Charlie Steeren is the lead. Mackenzie Davis is the title character, but she's a supporting character, but she carries the movie. I think she outacts Charlie Steeren by like a thousand. I think Mackenzie Davis is the absolute best thing in this movie. Her career 
I could not be more excited for. I think Mackenzie Davis has an outstanding performance as a title character. And there's a twist. She is so likable as this nanny. She, I don't know, there's something about her that the most interesting things on screen is her every time. I think the best thing I can say about Mackenzie Davis in the movie Tully is that there should have been more Mackenzie Davis in the movie Tully. Truly, I was wanting more of her on screen. And I don't say that a lot about a lot of people in movies. But I think she should have been more in this movie. <clears throat> but I think having less of her in the movie... It's part of the appeal of the movie. I think that's part of the plot. So you don't see her very much. There's Again, there's an interesting twist. I'm not going to give that up. But you should really see Tully because Mackenzie Davis is a young, shining performer. And number five, I have Michael B. Jordan, who played Killmonger in Black Panther. I think this was the best acting in a superhero movie since Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. I believe... Michael B. Jordan is one of the very best actors in the game right now. We've seen him in Creed. We've seen him in all those Ryan Coogler movies. He is so good. I don't understand why the Oscars left him off the best supporting category. He made that. He's the only thing great about Black Panther to me. The absolute only thing great about the movie Black Panther is Michael B. Jordan. Chadwick Boseman is good. Forrest Whitaker is good. Laprida Nwongo is good in the movie. Michael B. Jordan is the only thing great in the movie. There is a scene in the movie where he kills who you believe to be his love interest. It's insane. It takes such a dramatic turn. The raw energy of Michael B. Jordan on screen is enough to make you want to see two full hours of Michael B. Jordan going nuts in this movie. It is truly one of the best acting performances ever. And this is a superhero movie. Like, it, I am so sick of it's a superhero movie, so it's not the same artistic integrity as Ethan Hawke and something. Like, it's not. Michael B. Jordan is the most interesting thing on the screen, and he is absolutely great in this movie. Again, the only thing great about Black Panther is Michael B. Jordan in it. Again, Chadwick Boseman was really good. Forrest Whitaker was really good. Lupita Nyong'o and Angela Bassett, they're all really good in the movie. But the only thing great about it was Michael B. Jordan because he played this character out of his mind and he brought everything to it. He wasn't half-assing it because it was a, a superhero movie. Like, that's not a thing. He brought the same amount of energy he would to this movie than he would to any other movie. It was insane. This is going to go down as one of his best performances ever no matter if you care if it's a superhero movie or not it is insanely good number four i have rami malik playing freddie mercury in bohemian rhapsody i know a lot of people are going to say cam he won the oscar he should be higher on your list i didn't love this movie but i did love him in it and he again he's the only thing great about this movie i do have a little bit of a problem that he didn't sing any of the songs but that's fine. I'll move on from that. I think this was a chilling performance. He was the most interesting thing in the movie. I felt like if I had loved the movie more, he'd be higher up on my list. But I don't love the movie. I do. I am interested in what Rami Malek does next. I hope he's not a one-hit wonder with this movie. I know he has Robot, Robot Man in, on USA Network. I don't watch that show. I don't know what's next for Rami Malek. I am interested in him as a performer. I think he's one of the very best right now. I think that movie, he's the only 
good thing about that movie. Like I just said about Michael B. Jordan, there are other good things in Black Panther. There are no other good things in Bohemian Rhapsody. No other performer really steals the scene here. And again, that's the idea of the movie. It's a Freddie Mercury movie. But no one else is even interesting. That's part of my problem with the movie. I really did enjoy Rami Malek's performance. And I would, I, I, I definitely want to see it again. But I don't think it was the best performance of the year. I think there was some things missing from it. I think it wasn't as interesting as I thought it would be. I don't think... I mean, again, he played it confident. He played it arrogant. He played it everything. I think there were some moments where he didn't... He, he, he just played it confidently. I don't think he showed many emotions other than extreme and utter confidence. And hey, maybe that's who Freddie Mercury was. Maybe he did an excellent job. I just think there's a tougher acting job here to be had for Rami Malek. And I'd like to see him play... A different kind of role, maybe. Number three, Natalie Portman played Lena in the movie Annihilation. This is a crazy science fiction movie directed by Alex Garland. Natalie Portman has shined for years and years on movies like Jackie, Black Swan, the Star Wars movies, Thor. She is the very best actress working today. I could not recommend this movie any more. There's a female science fiction movie. Lena plays a character who goes after her husband. Again, I'm not going to try to explain the plot because it's crazy, but you should seriously see Annihilation. Females, Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, Jennifer Jason Leigh is in this movie. Oscar Isaac is in this movie. Her chemistry with Oscar Isaac is out of this world. I think this is a science fiction movie that's grounded in reality. That's something we can wrap our heads around. It's about this woman who finds out she she's cheating on her husband. Then, then she finds out he's missing. So she feels guilty and tries to find him. I think that's something we can all wrap our heads around. It doesn't always have to be Avatar. It doesn't always have to be... Star Wars. This is an easy concept to grasp. The science fiction stuff is nuts. Again, I'm not going to try to describe the science fiction stuff. I mean, there's a scene where Natalie Portman and her friends have to fight a scientific fictional bear. It's nuts. It's out of this world. But Natalie Portman shines in this movie. It's on Netflix. I couldn't recommend it anymore. Again, I love Natalie Portman. It has everything to do with the type of role she's doing. She's interesting. She does... This year, she's starring in a movie where she's a pop star. She was in Jackie, Black Swan, and now Annihilation. I love how she... She's a true artist. One of the very best in the game. She's the best actress working today because she's taking risk. She is taking chances. She's not just doing another... She Again, it looked like she was just going to jump from Star Wars to Thor. But now she's taking those chances with Jackie, with Black Swan, with Annihilation, with so many of these movies. She's taking complete and absolute risk. This is where performers should be. And they should be rewarded when they take these risks. Not that many people saw Annihilation. But Natalie Portman shines in this movie. It's one of the very best performances of 2018. I couldn't think any more highly of it. One of the best movies of 2018. Also, See Annihilation on Netflix. Now we're up to our final two. Okay, number two, Bradley Cooper, Jackson Maine, A Star is Born. Listen, I love the movie. I think Bradley Cooper carried most of the movie. I didn't love Sam Elliott in the movie. I didn't love Lady Gaga in the movie. Again, I didn't 
though I didn't love the other people that most other people love. I liked Lady Gaga a lot. I liked Sam Elliott a lot. But Bradley Cooper, to me, carried this movie. It was Ryan Gosling, yes, in La La Land. Let's see what Ryan Gosling did in La La Land. He sang for the first time. He learned to play piano. And he acted his ass off. Okay, Bradley Cooper changed his voice, learned to sing, played the piano, played the guitar. He went nuts for this movie. I just think that this is artistically, Bradley Cooper did the hardest thing anyone has done this year. He directed, he wrote, he starred, he produced, he acted. I mean, nothing's more Hollywood than somebody doing those three things, doing all those things. Bradley Cooper did everything. He was rewarded by critical acclaim. He didn't win the Oscar. I still think this is probably one of his best years he's ever going to have. I don't know if he can top this as a director. I really like the movie. It's a weird movie. It's a strange movie. It's a good movie. It's a 2018 type of movie. It can get the old-time movie lovers, and it can get some new time. You don't need to see the other A Stars is Born to understand this movie. You just need to watch the movie. It's real. It's raw. Dave Chappelle has a great cameo in it. Bradley Cooper in this movie, though, as Jackson Maine, is insane. Bradley Cooper as Jackson Maine. I could see that all day long. I think he really went for it. He went for it. I think he took a risk and he went for it. To put himself out there, for me, is to be rewarded. When you do that and it works, you should be rewarded in the highest awards possible. He took big risk after big risk. Bradley Cooper doesn't have to make these type of movies. I don't think people understand this. Bradley Cooper could just do the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and live off of that. He doesn't need to take these risks. He doesn't need to perform at the Oscars and make a fool out of himself. He takes these risks because he's for the art. And I am all for artists who are for their art. I don't want... I love Chris Evans, but he's trapped as Captain America and I think he's Finally going to start making some movies outside of that. Like Robert Downey Jr. I love these actors. But they're stuck in these superhero franchises. I want more of them to take these kind of risks that Bradley Cooper is doing. Like Mark Ruffalo. He's trapped as the Hulk when his best movies are these movies that have nothing to do with these super... I love superhero movies as much as the next. But A Star is Born proves you can make a box office smash that isn't a superhero movie because it's based on real things. And you can take an artistic struggle. You can take an artistic risk and be rewarded by massive appeal. A Star is Born had massive appeal. Robert Downey Jr. can make any movie a hit right now. He is choosing to do Iron Man over and over again. Again, he can't make anything a $2 billion movie, but he can make hit after hit after hit. It doesn't always have to be Iron Man. Chris Evans, it doesn't always have to be Captain America. Daniel Craig is one of the best actors I've seen. I've seen him in Logan Lucky. I've seen him in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. He doesn't need to keep playing Bond. I know this was supposed to be about Bradley Cooper and not a rant about all these things, but I think this proves, Bradley Cooper in this movie proves that when performers take the ultimate risk, they can be rewarded heavily with prizes galore and box office success. Tom Hardy played Venom. That's not even close to his best movie. And Inception made about the same amount of money as Venom. You don't need to make superhero movies to have box office hits. It's the actors that people are trying to see. It's not the superheroes. It's the actors. They're stars. I'm all about actors. And Bradley Cooper is taking risk. 
He's playing Leonard Bernstein next. I can't. I couldn't be more excited for the well. What's next for Bradley Cooper? I loved him as Jackson Maine, and I hope he continues to take risk because that is what artists, to me, should do: take risk with their craft. Number one on the list, the best performance of 2018 is Joaquin Phoenix as John Callahan. Don't worry, he won't get far in foot. A lot of you people listening will say, I didn't see this movie, I don't know what you're talking about. John Callahan is a famous cartoonist who was published in the New Yorker. He's from the Portland area. To me, why Joaquin Phoenix gets this number one spot for me is because he had to play somebody on a wheelchair who couldn't move throughout this movie, and yet he was the most interesting thing on screen. Joaquin Phoenix is the best actor working today. I couldn't be more excited for him playing the Joker so that he can finally be in his first real big movie since Gladiator, let's say. He's been in other really great things. But he hasn't been in box office hit since Gladiator, where, by the way, he was nominated for an Academy Award. Again, Joaquin Phoenix, to me, is like Bradley Cooper. They're doing it for risk. They're doing it for the experience. It's so You're going to say Joaquin Phoenix is doing a Joker movie. He's not doing a Batman movie. He's taking a risk. He wants to tell an origin story about the Joker. You can make interesting box office hits without joining franchises. And I think Joaquin Phoenix is one of the very best actors working today. Watching Phoenix sends about the movie Her. He's so good acting with other actresses. His chemistry with Amy Adams was insane. His chemistry with Olivia Wilde in that movie is insane. And his chemistry with Rooney Mara, who he is dating in real life, is insane. It's so good. He has chemistry with Jack Black in this movie. Again, his interactions with Donnie, the character played by Jonah Hill, who I spoke about earlier. He's just the very best actor. And again, he plays John Callahan, a character who to me is not a very famous person, and yet he makes them interesting. To me, this is the type of movie that an autobiography or a biographical movie should be. It should make the guy who's being played the most interesting thing on screen. And Gus Van Sant's one of the very best directors in the world, and Joaquin Phoenix, to me, is the very best actor in the world because he makes the John Callahan character the most interesting thing on screen. He can play any character. Joaquin Phoenix this past year played Jesus Christ. He played Jesus Christ in the movie, which by the way, I need to see that movie. But he's the very best actor in the game. Very best actor in the game. Quick recap. Number 10, Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins Returns in the Quiet Place. Number 9, Timothy Chalamet and Beautiful Boy. Number 8, Jonah Hill for Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Number 7, Saoirse Ronan, Mary Queen of Scots. Number 6, Mackenzie Davis Tully. Number 5, Michael B. Jordan for Black Panther. Number 4, Rami Malek for Freddie Mercury, Bohemian Rhapsody. Number 3, Natalie Portman for Annihilation. Number 2, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. And number 1, Joaquin Phoenix. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Those are your top 10 acting performances of 2018. Thanks again for listening to Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. This week, I put the spotlight on the best acting performance of 2018. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on actors Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Thanks again for listening. I'm Cameron McKinney. This has been Pop Culture Spotlight. (laughs) 